0: You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and Local Media This Week. The programme where we have a look at the local print media and we chat about uh, what they're talking about this week. Local Media This Week is sponsored by Ruth Griffin Photography, Ruth and Fecal, And uh, we're very grateful to her for her sponsorship. Around the table, we've got our usual uh, group, our usual crew. First of all, John S. Kelly. John, you're welcome.
1: Thank you, Jim. Delighted to be here.
0: And we've Pat O'Brien. Pat, good to see you. Thanks, Jim. And following uh, an absence last week, we have uh, David Fleming back again.
2: Great to see you, David. Great to see you, and happy Imbolc and Bridget's Weekend. If um, I may say that to all of you. Indeed.
3: Thank, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, we have a bank holiday in Ireland Monday. Really really our like,
2: listeners can rest tomorrow now. Kind yes. of getting help to, to, to,
3: to get used to Okay, looking at the papers this week, and I
0: suppose starting at the front pages like we do, I suppose a sad photo, path there,
3: of the funeral of the late, great Jackie O'Gorman uh, down in Cracklow. Yeah, there's a lovely photograph there of the, the Cracklow hurlers uh, and Clare, probably former Clare hurlers as well. Podge Collins, Conor McIlroy, and Conor Line among the the people, um, taking uh, Jackie to his resting place. Um, I, 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 there was over three thousand people there on on the evening funeral and and during uh, the day, and, and all the his former club mates, uh, county teammates uh, lined the as well lined the the road for him. Uh, actually, Jackie was a great, a great character as well, and, um, and a fine footballer and um, so and it was great to see him getting the, the tributes he got. Uh sent more papers there and the front does a story in the champion as well, uh, Jim, and inside in the, in, the, in the echo.
0: Yes. Okay, and um, the, on, I'm looking at the front page of the Clare champion, David, and uh, pupils from Tungreni National School, uh, they're presumably in the park, in the memorial park, taking shelter from the elements.
2: It's a it's a it's a curious photograph. It's a photograph by John Kelly the award-winning photographer for the champion. And it shows as far as I can see four. There's four sets of legs. It's hard to see two of the faces. Um, It doesn't actually say who who the students are the pupils are. but presumably they're locals, and so locals might be able to identify them. National the school. school, David. Yeah, to Gray. They're from the school. Yeah, and and uh, but I don't recognise their faces now. But anyway, they it, it they were there for they were taking shelter under those magnificent Irish yews that were probably planted when when the memorial park was uh, was was first done over in in, in I think was it the sixties, the fifties, the fifties, yeah. and. Um, they're very mature now and so there's, there's, they were there for an environmental project on traffic speed and no better place than the Memorial Park in Toomegraney to observe cars coming here, there and everywhere.
1: And the result of, the, of, the, of that particular uh, uh, study was 100% were actually speeding.
2: Really? Yes. Really? Shocking. That's... That's um, that's shocking, isn't it? It is, shocking. yeah, hmm. yeah. Is that in the in the
0: papers, John? Somewhere it yeah. is. I read it. I suppose you're dealing with a very straight road. Yes, yeah. very straight road, and and uh, I suppose we, we talk about it yeah. maybe in part two as well. Um, looking at the papers, I suppose the the Abbey Street car park uh, is very much to the fore on the front pages of both papers. Parik has a a piece is this the future for ennis and a a photograph showing i suppose it's an artist's impression showing what the the abbey street car park will be like uh, in the future Um, again uh, jessica quinn has a, a story on the front page of the clare champion where you know the opponents of the abbey street car park are unmoved after public consultation. They're not.
2: They're not for turning. It says a bit like Margaret Thatcher. What's going to decide this? Well, a, a few, th- a few possible things could decide it. Um, if the level up of opposition is what it says it is, and it's reflected in the local elections, mm-hmm. that could be a potential factor. Yes. Um, and if then those representatives are elected onto or nominated onto the the DAC, the the designated uh, company that the council has established to to build this and develop this area, that could change it. So it's very hard to change something when it's this far advanced, but it depends on the level of opposition, I think. By the way, there there are two photo montages there. You'll have to get both papers to get the sense of it, because one, the Claire Echo has it looking from one side, I think from the AIB bank side, and the champion has it from uh, from completely the other side, and it does show. One picture is a little bit misleading because it only shows a two-story, potentially three-story. The third story is set back, but if you look at the at the champion picture, you so, see a much larger yeah. side yeah. of the building, mm-hmm. which has at least three, if not four, stories. Um, and one of the things that uh, well the, the 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 heading in the ECHO is shock at size and scale of the proposed Abbey Street development. So some people weren't maybe expecting to see it. I'm not sure the scale is too bad because if you look at the, by, by chance, I wonder how did the Clare ECHO office get pictured into the photo montage. Well, if it's an artist's impression. An so artist's impression. Yeah. But um, if you compare what's ex- what's there and, and the size of at least, what the artist's impression is, it doesn't seem too out of place. You know, it's not a massive tower either. And tell so, me, but anyway, opponents will always identify yeah. potential issues. And if, even if one of those sticks, it might be enough to, to, to motivate people to, to get out. But it's what do you think of what, what do you think of the
1: design of what we see in, in the Echo on page 13? Four six. Page six of the book. I don't mind. It's not not, not very objectionable. I don't think. It's it's, the style of it is in the, um, what I would call, the Russian, nineteen sixties, that was followed. So square
2: blocks of concrete. Absolutely. There's nothing there to to suggest. That This will be there's lots of wind the big difference with the Russian buildings of that period John I think is that is they're a lot more They were a lot more concretey Our this these buildings have a lot more windows like if you look <laughs> at the at the champion picture yeah. it's mostly glass and less concrete, hmm. well, I but I suppose
0: the the whole design of the building and the aesthetic quality yes. of it is one thing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think what's a huge difficulty for people are the absence of car parking spaces. Yes, that's what that's sort
1: what, the tell, tell the people in East Clare, Jim, what's that issue here? Well, I mean, I was in Ennis during the week, yeah. and
0: I know Luke was as well, and in the early morning it was still difficult enough to find car parking spaces to park in Ennis.
1: That's in the existing situation. That's the existing
0: situation. Yeah, so a, so a take away all the car parking spaces for, yeah. in, in Abbey Street yeah. and people will say, you know, there aren't enough. Yes. And then matches and various things happen in Ennistia uh, on a regular basis during the year. So to take away parking spaces, um,
2: well, is the, whole, so is, is, is the, the solution to provide of, an alternative area for s- car parking spaces? Well,
3: that would
0: be one. Wouldn't they
2: have to have here a car park for
3: uh, for Water Waterpark on, on page 5. And Jessica Quinn has the story of plans for the creation of a new public car park in Innes have been unveiled by the local authority at County Council, a proposal to create a total of 122 parking spaces on the grounds of Water Park House in Drumbeagle Road, the former home of Innes Town Council. The planned car park will include 70 public parking bays and 52 for staff, which with the full 122 spaces available to the public at weekends and then called uh,
2: this. Would that satisfy people, do you think?
3: But I, 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 I was never going to jump big. I don't know where we have the f- that is now. <laughs> so
2: it's, it's not, not in the, in the town. Really? It's not in the town. But
0: no. the, the Abbey Street car park and the Parnell Street car park are in right the of town. in the centre of yeah. town. Yeah. And okay, I suppose you might say, why shouldn't we walk a
3: little bit? Why don't they put but this building up, and, up, up here? Up in Drumbigal. Up in Drumbeagle. Yes.
2: Because I suppose one of the factors that have blighted our towns is the development. It's the donut effect, they, they call it. The building of developments in the suburbs of towns, and therefore it hollows out the businesses in the towns. Yeah. And it all, look, Limerick is a very good example of all the shopping centres where everybody goes to and there's lots of business. Do you but like the center, Limerick? I like, par- like George and Limerick. I like its architecture. Yeah. It depends. Do you but like- The one good thing about Ennis is it's still got its centre and you don't like the Dunn stores and the Aldi and the Lidl and they're all in the middle of the town, Yeah. which is good for the town. Yes. Um, and I suppose that's the thinking behind developing the Abbey Street site that is, it, it, it is, you're keeping business in the town. And as far I think this is a, like this is, this is not, is it office space or is it commercial space? I think it's probably both. It's both, yeah. 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 But so, if you want to
0: keep business in the town, surely you would have to keep car parking yeah, in the town yeah. as well, Yeah. rather than, I mean, part of the reason I know why some people go out to the
3: outskirts in Limerick,
2: yeah.
0: is there's easy parking, yes. free
3: parking. And I think I just came up there at various times. Uh, I heard on they we'll clear of him, where they'd be discussing this and uh, where people would ring in and they uh, said their family, uh, he, one, one person rang in and said they came into to Innes to do their shopping, which they normally do, and they couldn't get a place to park in Innes of uh, any description. And they got on the most of them, is, and they might come out to the Crescent Shopping Center and they drove in and got a place to park in within. Could that know. happen wholesale? What was happening, and a few people rang in and said that this was happening because they they, they they couldn't get a piece of and they... So who who
1: who decides what the outcome is going to be? You, you mentioned that perhaps it be it may be an election issue.
2: Yeah, if the enough additional. noise and there is enough opposition, the council might have second. But thoughts. who is the council in that in this well, regard? it is the it is it is the chief. It is the executive of the council. It's not the councilors. Yes. And it really is the company, because this has been given. But the company is is it controlled by the council. So it's one or the other of them. There's plenty of councillors on it and, and others on it. But uh, but w- what we don't necessarily hear are the people who might support this. You don't tend to hear about the people no, who support I, it. You, you tend to hear the people who oppose because they yeah. have to shout the loudest. Yeah. Um, but there is a lot of opposition to it. If you read the papers, you know the Chamber of Commerce are not too happy about the scale of it. They're worried about the commercial impact. What does, in that regard, can you interpret a scale? The scale yes. is the scale of the building. Like, it is creating a new street, in effect. It's going to be one side of, the, the whole of the car park will be, will be built upon there. So it, it's going to kind of create a new street in Ennis. Mm. Mm-hmm. if it's going to be built at all. Yeah, I mean yeah. another
0: would another alternative be to incorporate a car park within the building. Yeah. You know, yeah. to to with the number of cars that yeah. could park. at You the could
2: moment. you could have a car park in the basement if there's no now there might be flooding issues so that might not or or at the very top now. Yeah. An architect mm-hmm. might be upset that their their plans their nice building is being but if John, if John is right, it's a Russian building, then a car park is not a problem. But but mm. you could, and you'd save most of the car parking spaces there. So there are, I think, there are solutions to it. Pat. Hmm.
3: Yeah, well, they probably will. They'll probably find solutions, I suppose. whether. With, with Do you think uh, it will go ahead? Yeah, I I, I think probably will go ahead. Probably will. Because okay. Like we'll with this this company, will probably they'll probably push it on and they'll they'll, they'll go ahead with it. Right? Yeah, and there's supposed to be another down in Pendle Street in the car path there.
0: So, be, we'll have to park out from Ross Levin <laughs> and get the
1: bus in get the and bus park in, yeah, and yeah. ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could the Cusick car park, could the Cusick pitch?
2: That would, would that make a lot of sense and move the GA out yes. of the town because there's yes. no need for them. In, in the fact, in but that was proposed. Make a lovely car park, Pat. Wouldn't that was, that was the proposed before. It the was proposed ahead. before, and then we, we had the
3: downturn. And after down the Queen Road. Yeah, the yeah.
2: GA would make an awful lot of money if it chose to sell yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Maybe has, has it been explored recently? Is the question? Oh God, it has indeed. Has the Jim, the idea was to back in, the, back build in the, a new stadium. Back in in the, the t- Celtic t- Tiger times, but yes, build a new stadium off, out the Queen Road. Go off down on the Queen yeah. Road, but that was a Because I'm sure it's difficult and a big, big match day to find parking and get people in. Well, Aldi and <laughs> provide a, If you're an Aldi yes. or, or a Tesco shopper, yeah. I like,
3: actually park out here on the Turl Road outside the Regal Bridge, and I walk
0: in in the big matches. We'll, we'll go on. We'll stay on the front page of the Clare Champion, and there's a piece there by Dan Danner, and it's continued on page two, uh, in relation to Deputy Joe Carey. And unfortunately for Deputy Carey, you know, he has been ill uh, for a number of months now and unable to, let's say, fulfil to fully fulfil his duties as a TD, even though his his offices are open and he's people working for him. But, I mean, for his own, his own health isn't the best at the moment, although the article made it clear that he is on the way to recovery. But there, there is some speculation as to whether he will run in the forthcoming general election, which may happen this year, or certainly by
3: early has next year. To, has to happen, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's here on it, page two, or uh, page one side, of uh, that Kerry um, retirement would be a huge blow to for Fine Gael election hopes uh, come to the, the second page here. I
2: suppose. Uh, I suppose I'd, say, I'd say he's probably. The only hope for the local Finnegall party, because they may not have been nurturing. Now I know there's a few local councillors who might like to take a stab at it, but <laughs> you need to build up that profile. He ha- he, at least has the profile in what is going to be a very difficult election in, in Clare for Finnegall, mm. with the with the rate that with the the polls are. Now na- the national polls. Um, had a change again um, with Sinn Féin dropping in the polls yes. Fina Gale holding their own and Fianna Fáil dropping a little bit so y- we could be faced with the same I know we're a bit verging off now hmm. but every seat is going to count for Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael if they're going to get back into government
3: <coughs> Fianna would have a seat unclear anyway it's a uh, yeah, know, they're not, they're not, they're, they're, they're but unless there's a big change from. Yeah. But the only thing is, like and th- we, we and covered Cary family, we we'll say are steeped in in, in Beckerland deal, We covered the,
0: the election the last time past in the yeah in in the Falls Hotel in in the Simon. Mm-hmm. and, you know, it was quite close enough that Fine Gael might have ended the, that that election without yeah. a seat. Yeah, yeah. do You know, it mm-hmm. it didn't. Now, they were kind of, they were in, I suppose, reasonably comfortably in the finish. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if votes had gone different road, or yeah, transfers yeah. had gone different, yeah. they would have been fighting very hard for the last the field, season. Yeah. Now, I, I would say that, you know, they would need someone of the stature, let's say, of Joe Cooney or mm. someone to, to have any...
2: Um, Mary Howard. Or Mary Howard. Mary, yeah, they, you they, know, like, I mean, they have... The, the,
0: the but Joe would have a high profile I mean, now with yeah. being mayor of Clare.
2: They, 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 they certainly need to um, up the game in terms of uh, profile if, yes. if you're going to... To go with okay, somebody like else. We know Joe Cooney and Mary Howard. We know her because she appears. Be fair to her, she's been, she's been in every paper that has ever been um, produced, yeah. which is no accident. No, um, you think not. So it means she's very active, which is, of course, what we admire in politicians sometimes, the activity... Yeah. But, um, you know, h- how well she's known across the board. We read the papers. Mm-hmm. Not many people read the papers, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, she, A politician at the moment needs to be hitting social h- media, Huff. the papers, mm-hmm. uh, doing the traditional canvassing, all, all sorts of but ways. But, far, but her family but, really would be...
3: Uh, uh, because uh, her, her father was a senator, according mm-hmm. to years. Um,
0: Joe has been unable to do that though for the last, most of the last year. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, been out a while now, yeah. Yeah, mm. so I mean. So, so that f- might hit him, he's his it, it might well hit him, yeah. But anyway, that's the. Um, we'll see how it goes mm. and we will, please God, cover the election when it happens. Uh, councillor Murphy, Councillor uh, Killian Murphy, uh, Fianna Fáil councillor has been in, you know, he's at kind of a war of words, it says on the front page of Clare Champion with the hospital group. Um, and I suppose it stems from the downgrading of Ennis, St. John's and in Limerick and Nina into Tipperary. Um, and Councillor Murphy is of the opinion that we shouldn't be looking for all of those to be upgraded to an emergency department. Because yeah. it won't happen. Um, he says we should just focus on one.
1: What do you think of that?
0: Yeah, and he, he says that one is Ennis. I suppose yeah. it's been realistic. Yeah. It's been realistic. Yeah. The government, aren't, if they're not going to open any of them, they're certainly not going to open all three of them. No, they're not to to if would
2: they're, it, wouldn't it make sense, actually, to not open Ennis and reopen Barrington's, which it would be more central for both Tipperary and Clare? Because you have, you must, the Clare people must remember the Tipperary people. Hmm. And they, the Tipperary people do must actually, remember the, Barrington's the Clare a, people
1: spend a lot of time reflecting on the Tipperary people at a particular time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Barrington's. You know what I mean? Barringtons is private now anyway, so it's a private. It is, it's yeah. So, so, but I mean, there's car parking, I mean, it's zilch if you go
2: for Barringtons. I know, well, As what I'm saying is Limerick, really, maybe as uh, they should look, I don't know, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one, because if you campaign mm. for Ennis, the Tipperary side won't be happy at all, and it doesn't solve their problems. Damn, now, it, I, it could reduce the pressure on, on this, Limerick. On, yeah. on Limerick. That's thing, yeah. There's
1: an immediate problem, and there is the long-term pro- uh, uh, solution the long term solution does not satisfy the present need what is the long term solution
2: a new hospital a bigger hospital in Limerick yeah Which I think they're committed to. They are committed to keep building in Limerick and opening new beds, but it never seems to solve it because they have opened beds in the past. But their population keeps going up, so they never catch up with the population.
3: There's a story here on bottom of page eight, and uh, I was listening to this woman this morning, Jean Hendren, and she was there with her daughter. And her daughter is... um, She's um, mentally handicapped, and she's she's physically handicapped as well. But she... she has to go to the hospital an awful lot with her. And they're hidden here, and then I have uh, interviewed her here on the paper as well on page 8. And I think everybody should buy the paper should read it. And if we to that lady this morning, she, she they came home from England, the, the family. And she said she has been going in and out to various hospitals, and she has been going in and out to UHL for the last 20 years. And she was there recently, and she said she was worse now than it was any time in the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she said, she praised the staff. She said the staff were doing as much as they could, but she said the whole place was was chock-a-blocked with trolleys and they were on the way in and You had to climb around them and you had to move shares. She says (laughs) a new
2: record, in fact, of 132 patients on trolleys on Monday, January 22nd. That's only last week. Um, Mayhem
3: mayhem and bedlam inside the emergency department as record numbers on trolleys
1: at UHL. Pat, uh, journalists are looking for some new heading because every single week we have this story Uh, one worse than the other so i mean we last week we we suggested the possibility of temporary buildings Mm.
2: okay but is it, is it, do they, you see, buildings are the one thing, one thing, but do they have the staff to man we'll the beds?
1: They'll have to man them, man them as well.
2: Yeah. And can they get the staff? Can they get the staff?
1: Well, what does one say to that? Mm. They can't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one thing that we have had is, or we haven't had, is clarity, you know, from, let's say, the management of UHL into what, what's, what's going on. Why is this problem there? I mean, they must it's a problem for them too, mm. for the management. Yeah. Uh, and there's no, there's no clarity in the public mind anyway. Yeah, I we don't quiet.
2: hear too much from the management. And it's, uh, I think it's somebody called Professor Colette Cowan is the yeah. chief executive officer. And I think last week, somebody called for her resignation. Can't remember who that was now, yeah. whether it was the opposition group or, or not. But it is seems now that it, the debate is or the discussion is moving into that territory of accountability. And hmm. so we will probably hear soon enough. Now, occasionally, we'll probably hear when the HSE get their um, regional executives in place, because they'll then get it, begin to get it in the neck. Hmm. But I mean, and in fairness, to,
0: she deserves her say into what's happening and why. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. she yeah. might be able to put a totally different slant on it saying this is the problem.
2: Yeah. You know. And and, and it's it's probably not a simple problem. There're probably multiple factors. The num- the fact that in some cl- in some rural places we don't have enough GPs, so where do people go? Accident and emergency. Yeah. And they probably shouldn't be going to accident and emergency. Then of course it's the time of the year. There's I'd say there's multiple factors involved, but in other places, we can solve it. Uh, yeah. Limerick has a particular problem. Other places don't have as big a problem. And Pat, you're looking at a piece there on the Clare Champion. And just go back, there, Jim, to
3: the, the the group member really hurt by Murphy, in the, the, the councillor Murphy and the, the the campaign on the the Norlin Morn and the McMahon woman. There, they have the campaign for the hospitals. They have to open the the EDs. Yes. And uh, she she has quoted here. She recalled when fellow campaigner Noreen Warren spoke with Leo Vretka, she asked him if there was one E D on the table and he said no. And she one said One extra. Yeah. One, one of the one of the three.
2: Yeah, one of the three that had and no longer have uh, And, and he said
3: no. And she said in to Hill Minister Stephen Donnelly and he also dismissed it. Yeah. Hmm.
2: I think the government's position. I heard Michal Martin talk about this a few months back. The government's position is it has been consistent. Successive government positions has been on this that they were advised by the medical profession that one central accident emergency major hospital for regions rather than devolved is better. And that, that position won't change until the professional medical people advise otherwise. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, of,
0: the professional medical people who have a say in the children's hospital and all that yeah. kind of thing are—they are never wrong. Never no. wrong. No. And, and of course, the government mm, hmm,
3: count out to If them. If if one of these professional—if yes. um, one of these professional fellows uh, uh, gets sick, I think it's an up. or get sick and he has to go to the hospital. He, he won't be lying entirely inside the UHL. No, <laughs> no. he no. in some, some private hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll He'll go up on. There after.
0: I'm looking at page five on the uh, Clare Champion and uh, an article by Jessica Quinn where the heading is The Bishop Tackles the Church's Past Attitude to Suicide. And, I mean, the, the question of suicide is, is extremely sensitive. And many families in East Clare and many other places... You know have been affected in one way or another by suicide so i mean we would certainly bear that in mind uh but the church's attitude i suppose in the past was to commit suicide was a mortal sin yeah. and, and that would be john you would you would have grown
1: <laughs> up with that i did indeed and um, uh, never believed it hmm. for a start okay one of the things that i <clears throat> uh would I have no difficulty in saying it. I never subscribed to that theory. Mm. Absolute mm. and total rubbish. Was it a method to try and stop people committing suicide? Or well, I suppose it must, must
2: be? have been. There had to be some rationale behind it, and, uh, but I'm not sure what it is. It, I think, um, from a theological point of view, uh, now I'm not a theologian, but uh, if I've understood it correctly, um, God gives life. And no person can take life. The fifth commandment comes into play here. Not the, even your own. Not even your own. Because, and therefore you commit... How about war? A, there can be times when, and this is a church position as well, now we're getting very theological now, there, there is the just war doctrine yeah. that uh, you can, uh, in, certain, in certain instances, uh, face off an enemy for, for righteous reasons, and godly reasons, in fact, Um, And that's why the popes and popes, successive popes, endorsed many a war and went to war and had an army themselves. But in any event, going back to this, I think that's the reason that um, God gives life and no person should take that life away. And it's an old one because back in the medieval period, this was rife as well. Mm. You weren't allowed to be buried in consecrated ground. And anybody who did commit suicide um, was actually, were buried... On the north-facing side of of, yeah. of churches, which is is the unconsecrated part of, of graveyards. So if you notice, if you go to mm-hmm. any graveyard, you'll notice there are no graves usually in old churches now in yes. on the north mm-hmm. side, because your maker you will never rise from the dead. Well, well and
1: you have you have in the evicted, um, uh, the famine. Uh, yes, the, near cemetery, the evicted in graves. Yeah, yeah, there are some. People buried there uh, that lived under the old, the old regime. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. so I
2: mean, um, I mean, the bishop himself says here in the article by Jessica Quinn that uh, the church's record in dealing with suicide, and he says, in some ways, is not great. I mean, that's an understatement. Yes. Um, but, you know, moral attitudes change. And religious attitudes change. And this is the church coming up to kind of sp- the rest of us, coming I suppose up to where you had a wrong. Right in order to commit a
0: mortal sin, I learned at school, it had to be a grievous matter. You'd have full knowledge and full consent. Yes. Now, okay, taking your own life is a grievous matter, definitely. But, I mean, if you are in the frame of mind to do that, can you say you have full knowledge and full consent? I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. So
1: that would... Of course not.
3: Yes. Of course Ma- not. Yeah. Uh, you Sheila McMahon there, um, who's a, a counsellor, and she's, um, herself and the bishop are coming together, and they're doing podcasts. So if people want to listen in, and it's it's about, it's about um, helping people maybe with, uh, you know, it's, uh, 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 the podcast between counsellor Sheila and Bishop Finton is available to watch yeah. on Sheila's mm. YouTube <coughs> channel. Sheila's YouTube channel and listen to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so okay, people wanted so to tune in
0: to Okay, we will break for a piece of music, Pat. Um, what
3: yeah. are you thinking of? I think we we, we had a we have we had your vision last Sunday, yeah. jim But I, I I don't know where we go for <laughs> we'll yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> we we'll go for that one. Yeah. Uh, Bambi, what was it? Bambi something was. Then yeah, something. I don't know. I, I I don't know what they were singing about, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, we'll go for uh, uh, the rock and roll kids, Charlie McGettigan <laughs> and Paul Harrington from 1994 who are the winners. Very good. What a lovely song as well. Okay. Thanks, Pat. I remember 62.
2: I was 16 and so were you. And we lived next door on the avenue.
0: Jerry Lee was big
2: and Elvis too Blue jeans and blue suede shoes And we never knew
0: What life held in store We just wanted to rock and roll Forevermore You're very welcome back to local media this week Sponsored by Ruth Griffin Photography And that was Charlie McGettigan there And uh What's the other man? Paul Harrington. Paul Harrington and Rock and Roll Kids. And reminds us of when we were kings of Europe, Pat, in yeah, terms back in, of Eurovision. 1994,
3: yeah. But ever,
0: up to now anyway, it's been. Uh, uh, it, 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 hasn't been successful, but you never know this year. Okay, there, there are pictures there in. John,
1: you're looking at. Uh, I'm looking at Stanson Page Pages. <laughs> in solar powered CBS. No, I mean, that's. Revolutionary, okay, yeah, positive, positive action in the school in the CBS and completely running their own electricity generation. Yes, okay, and <clears throat> I mean it's a fantastic. It, it deserves the widest, uh, you know, you know, hmm. commendation.
0: Um, and it's not why? just that, but in school, pardon, in the summer when they're on holidays, yeah. they're Jim. selling electricity back right? to the grid. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you tell
1: me a couple of million spent on, the, I don't know how much the extension to the college beyond, uh, I don't know how much it, uh, it cost to actually do what they did. But for the world of me, Jim, I can't understand how. Uh, when they were building the extension, they didn't actually put in the uh, solar panels. Yes. I mean, yeah. all government institutions should it's be a, in the forefront. All schools and every, every uh, office. Well, you know, it's now uh, happening. It,
2: it's being facilitated
1: yeah God knows when it'll start but yeah uh, I, I
2: think that was probably the reason John that the scheme wasn't there at the time therefore the Department of Education couldn't avail of the scheme which is provided by a different department yeah. but they could have done the went beyond and said we'll forget about the grants and we'll pay for it ourselves I mean the department but that's what they should have done
3: there is a ten thousand yeah. uh, uh, grant now from there the there is there is yeah. no and yeah. it's, it's retrofit but, but this, this, um, this 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 uh, there was a page here on page 19 as well on the echo uh, in uh, CBS in becomes the first fully so, fully solar power school in Ireland and it's cost 67 thousand uh, yes. to put up the panels, but they have they have saved ten thousand and and the first year and they question their bills yeah
2: so, so in seven years they'll have it. A they'll have paid it, for, yeah, yeah. And then they will be a net contributor. No, they the win-win. They it's
3: had win-win. to they had to they had to raise the money and
2: uh, sixty-seven thousand to do it. But it does make sense for schools yeah. and for but all they, other institutions. Hmm, you hoping, hoping that the council would take the initiative in their, on their own building? They have six hundred and fifty
3: mm. students, so I suppose it is a new building as well. We we were
0: talking about um, suicide and the the churches or, or the bishop's discussions of maybe changing attitudes to suicides and the church changing attitude to suicide. But during the break, uh, John, we were talking about the idea of, um, I suppose, preventing suicide, pre- taking steps to protect our mental health mm. by getting involved in activities and hobbies and
1: Absolutely. Things that are going on. Absolutely, Jim. And if there's anything um, in relation to people having negative thoughts about, um, what, what what would you say, negative thoughts about extracurricular time in schools, think about the culture that's been generated, the positive culture that needs to be generated. And many a child goes through the school system not fitting in, okay, to a prevailing culture. Mm. It's incumbent on parents to be alert to the need for their children to have a balanced educational experience, both formal and informal, Mm. okay. So I'm saying, I'm making a plea for parents to realize the value of extracurricular activities.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, John, actually most parents do value it, um, partly because it gives them a bit of free time, maybe. Now they have to, but the, and of course the GA and the soccer clubs and the rugby clubs, uh, which are proliferate everywhere, Yeah, I've noticed most children do engage with them. It's the teenage years that it begins to fall off. Yeah. And I would even extend it out then to adults, um, because those who, unfortunately it's men, the, who, in uh, in terms of the suicide question, but also loneliness and isolation, people may not suffer from, or may not have suicidal thoughts, but they might be lonely.
1: Yes, and we, we that's where we can come into the scene. As exactly. Community
2: and,
0: people. And I wonder schools, primary, secondary, university, I mean, is their goal, often is seen as preparing young people for work It is, and, yeah. and for jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But would it not be equally important if the curriculum, uh, let's say, prepared people for their leisure time, yeah, prepared absolutely. people for their non-working time yeah. and facilitated perhaps the ...students discovering their interests and yeah. promoting More the idea things, of volunteerism.
2: Yeah. I mean, John, in his career, and many teachers uh, uh, subscribe to these notions that the extracurricular is as important as the curricular. And things, we've mentioned it a few weeks, but things like these, the science exhibition in Dublin... All the sporting possibilities that school can provide. The music classes, the art classes that can be put on. the In addition, you know. And I would say, going back to the adults, because I think children get a, good, get a good share of it. If anybody wants to get into something, just open And because this is a media program, there's obviously websites. But go and have a look at the living section of the champion and look at the local notes sections. Uh, we have Pat who does the uh, O'Callaghan's Mills and there are other people that we know who produces the notes. L- look at the range of activities going on. There's something going on in every locality. The O'Callaghan's Mills, just as, as Pat is here, is, he, he's talking about the 12 o'clock hills. He's talking about Kilkish and Celtic. He's talking about the handball. Go to Ogunalo and, and they're talking about bridge the churches, the exchange cafe. There are lots of possibilities and, for and people. They, and they're
1: celebrating in Ogunlow, they're celebrating the inclusion of one of their orders onto the senior county panel. Yeah. Yeah. No. But
0: unless that studying that and, and doing work on that is reflected in the point system, I think you're wasting your time. Yeah. Because people say, yes, it's very good, well, you don't get points, and at mm, the end yeah, of the day, it's yeah, points. Yeah.
1: So, so, That's on the drop, you know, now.
3: Shouldn't we be, be doing something like that, Jim, promoting it where, 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 where people will get uh, maybe points for being involved in community organisations? Yes, absolutely. Points would count
0: in the leaving, service Yes, yeah. I think it would be now. Well, uh,
1: that's coming in.
3: Yeah. yeah, well, it should come in.
0: I think oh, yeah, it, yeah. Should, it should come in, Okay, Jim. we'll go on. Talk about activities. It's, it's, it's coming in,
1: Jim, just before you leave, because... Yeah. Go on. Yeah. yeah, It is coming in. Yeah. It's not something that's out there uh, for the future. Yeah. So if, if
0: somebody is so volunteering or looking at something like or that. Or playing on, on a team. On their school team. That teams, should contribute. To it. Okay. Lovely. One of the things, one of the activities that is there at the moment is drama. And uh, Drama are featured at. Yeah, uh,
3: there in today's papers. Yeah, there's a lot of photographs, uh, uh, fine photographs of um, the the toilet drama group, and they're preparing for their uh, their drama. Uh, Dieter Brady, the judge, doing us for the toilet drama group's forthcoming production of Witness for the Prosecution by Agatha Christie. Yes. And uh, I our so own, might, our own Dara's in it. Dara, he? Yeah. And Michael Torpy is uh, is there as well. He's he's, he's, he's his photographs there as well. So. Um, yeah, it's just some fine photographs, and um, I think but I don't know if it's just coming up, which will be coming up soon anyway. Yeah, it's on.
1: It's on the, um, uh, in the within the middle next of the month. middle of the month. Yeah.
3: Okay. Another thing that's
0: happening at the moment, too. I mean, another great service, Miss Clare, and it's voluntary, is the RNLI, and the RNLI based, I think, out of Killaloo. Yeah. And mm-hmm. And they provide a fantastic service. But uh, they're doing a cycle. Presumably it's a fundraising cycle.
3: Yeah, get back in, in the cycle for a lap of the lake for 2024. Following great success of the lap of the lake or live charity cycles in 2022 and 2023, the Lockyard or in the live fundraising committee are inviting participants to get back in the saddle again this year. Uh, I don't think, I know exactly what date it's on, but it's on, it's on you, you, you go from Killaloo one up to... Put around the lake all back down. You'd have to be
2: fairly fit, would you, Pat, to take on something like that? I'd say
3: anyway, the, the, the cycling on a regular basis would be okay. Yeah. Like, you know, It's not a race 3 Like
2: The group around this table might find it <laughs> tough going, <laughs> <wouldn't> Increasingly. <it? laughs> <laughs> we get to the <laughs> bottom <laughs> of the hill in it will <laughs>
3: probably be on during the summer, so you could start, we could start, we can we start yeah. training. We, we can start training. I that's the point. We yeah. get five bites. <laughs> By the way,
1: Andrew, Be- do any of you know Andrew uh, Andrew Bennett? Does that name mean anything to no. you? No. Know? The lead part in the film, which starts on Sunday, uh, the Black, the uh, Dark Shore. Black Shore. Mm. Dark yeah. Shore. Okay. Mm. Exactly. And he is. There's an article, uh, an interview with him on somewhere on the Champion. Page and three. He, yeah. Three, and he praises, he praises the beauty. Of East Clare.
3: Yeah, I see that. I mean, that no surprise
2: to the natives. Not uh, at all, but we can get blind to it. At the, oh, yeah, yeah. like when you're, surrounded by when, you, beauty. when you're surrounded by beauty, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. and, and again, it's a factor in, you know, some people I, I imagine listening to us who have spent their whole lives in this area might never have been on the lake. Indeed. And because it's just there, but I, I would say go and have a go of it. I'll mm. give you, and I'm, I'm as guilty as, it, as anybody. I mm. grew up in Mitchellstown in County Cork. Have I ever visited Mitchellstown caves? No. Do, do you visit the cheese factory? <laughs> half the family were employed by the cheese factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway,
0: so that's the, what are we talking about there? Yes. Yeah. Black Shore is Sunday. Uh, tonight, tonight, Sunday night. After the news. After the news at half nine. And Black Shore was filmed not tonight in East Clare. Right, yes, yeah, tonight
3: yeah, John. Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Sunday. Because Sunday. today is Sunday. But I was on Sunday night, John. Beg your pardon. The programme is going out on Sunday nights so. yes. and Sunday, night, so, S- Sunday John, the day. So it's, it's on tonight. It's
2: on, so, This programme is going. We'll have to pause this. Yeah. It's oh, going out on Sunday. So, we go out, of on course, Sunday. of course. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's it's
0: been filmed all over East Clare, Killaloo... Some grain, some grain, scarlet, um, i think mount shannon is some that was done yeah, yeah.
2: so it's um, so it'd be great fun Identifying places um, if you're local. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and you'll remember it's about is it about two summers ago when they started filming? One no, summer ago. No, it was uh, it was this spring, class, spring, spring. this time. And last they year. had strange little signs which uh, which said uh, sites and uh, canteen and. Yes. And we were all wondering what these were. Eventually, it was revealed that there was they were filming and. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 my, it's daughter, my daughter's house features in it does it it does yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: it's sometimes it spoils it if you know the place too well yeah. i know you know in dublin for example and the films there they'd be driving on o'connell street and next thing they're in dunleary yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know after about five seconds and yes and when you know the area but yeah. hopefully we look forward to it and hopefully they will be filming again this year we're fingers across how many episodes are in Six episodes.
1: Episodes. Six episodes. Six episodes.
0: Okay, mm. okay anyway, that's Black Shore and it's on tonight at half nine. We'll be all looking out to see did we make it or did our road feature in it or yeah. places
3: that we know. Mm.
0: Um, Pat, there was a house in Ennis uh, up for grabs. You didn't win it.
3: I didn't win it, no, but somebody in, um, from Midtown Melbourne, won it, Jim. Yes. And um, he didn't have a house. He was renting a house. And really? Wife, and he had three, three children. And he's originally from County Down. He's Macalindon, yes. and his wife is from Kildare. So they they were renting a house in in uh, he's he's um um in the building, you know, the counties of air And she was a teacher, and they had been living in Milton, went in Milton, and they had intended they had two children. And I think another one expected another child. So they had intended going going buying a house when the after the baby had came it uh, was alive. So um, they they got the cardio one night to say that the. They've won, they've won the the house. They've won a house in Innes.
2: That's a great call to get if you're mm. looking for a house. So okay, this guy from the family that
3: didn't have a house and went down. No, no. No, no. no, and I think it was the same way the last one in the hinge, Jim, was the yeah. fellow from the scandal that was uh, looking, going by that's the house as right. well. So. Hasn't come down East Clare. Way. No, maybe next <laughs> one. The
0: next one, I'll on Page 13 <laughs> in the Clare Champion is the East Clare and South East Clare page. And down at the bottom left hand side, pedestrian crossing needed to tackle a dangerous route. And uh, it talks about uh, Councillor Pat Hayes has called for a temporary pedestrian crossing to urgently address the safety concerns on the region route between Scarif and Tumgraney at the junction leading to the town of Scariff, And that's at the bank. And, of course, anyone who's walked it, and most of us have at, at some end. stage, <laughs> uh, would, would see that uh, you come up, you cross the bridge, let's say, if you're coming from Tumgraney, you cross the bridge, and then you're at a bend in the road and some cars are going up the town yeah. and some are going to Mount Shannon yeah. and some are going to it's a
2: narrow. It, the road narrows there and it's practically an l, uh, an What's l the answer? junction. Well the, the, there's probably a couple of answers to it. A, a bit of widening of the road would help uh, to put a proper path in, slowing down the traffic would help. Uh, there's a few things I think that could be done but uh, you know our councillors know what needs to be done, and I suspect. Now he goes on to say, and people might be might have heard about rumours around the Gala filling station, but Pat Hayes has confirmed um, what we've all what all of us suspected for a very long time: that that Supermax and 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 a, and a Gala store shop is going in, um, and it's going to be twenty four hours, seemingly, which is good. But uh, he does say the fact that Tomb Grainy doesn't have a shop means that people have to travel into Scariff, which is a mortal sin. Now, I added the mortal sin bit. <laughs> um, there is no pedestrian crossing at the bottom of Scariff, So he's talking about people who have to walk, who would walk in. Now, I walked uh, in, and it's a nice little walk mm. if you're looking for exercise.
0: You would have people coming up as well from the harbour uh, who would, would arrive yeah. on boats and yes. they have to come up to do their shopping yes mm. and uh, at the moment they have to go right yeah uh, to get to go to scariff yeah. so it's uh it's it's uh, that's an issue sorry. and and yeah. we
2: started the program I think with this a speed the speed survey and this is where the speed survey is coming into play as well because you know people can take that junction or can go up the hill up to scariff with a bit of speed on them yes yeah. it's um, a glorious
1: opportunity David um for the uh, the use of of a, c- a camera, speed and camera. Yes, Se- cam- mm. all kind. No, security camera. Security, uh, cameras, a security right? camera.
0: Okay. Listen, if we, I want to go on because there is another junction as well, and that is the junction at the where the Church Road in Tulla yeah. meets Main Street, and that's a very tight junction. And at the same meeting, I would say. Uh, Councillor Joe Cooney has been talking about it. I, I'm not quite sure what you can do with it because there are buildings all around. There's yeah. buildings right and left at it is, each yeah. corner.
3: Tisana and the hill, when you come over, you, you're going down the hill as well. You, know, you have the hill. Yes. And you have the hill up with the the other side. So it's tis an tis awkward
1: junction. Yeah, where exactly position us on? on
0: well, it's just above the doctors and the guard station in Tulla. Yeah. As, as you, you go, go up p- the hill, you go left to the church uh you go the dry yes. cleaners are there yes. there's a chipper i think on the right yes. and then you go up the hill to the main
3: part of the village yeah so yeah. it's it's it is something yes yeah. even yeah. if, if we're going down the hill John, and turning and back over to turning right over to the church yeah to the, off, the north you know that there scarf students bring movies
0: to the big stage page two of the living of the living section, section. Yeah, Jim, and uh, uh, pictures there of reese mcnamara Miriam Smith and Michelle Fitzsimons in rehearsals for the Scariff Musical Society's forthcoming production,
2: Let's Go to the Movies. And that's on the week after next. Yes. Now, looking forward to that now. And uh, I, I saw Reese McNamara perform in the last one, uh, which was sister act, I think. Yes. And uh, th- everybody's very talented there. So that's a good night out. Yeah, it's great. Uh, ticket, where are the tickets available, Jim? Online online yeah well, how, where online oh I'm sure
0: it's somewhere in the article It's certainly on the signs. it's certainly on the signs it's yeah about the place. and I said one of the things about that I and mean, I think we spoke about this last week we did was that Johnny O'Brien is not involved indeed Johnny you know away. and that's no reflection on Johnny because Johnny has carried uh, all of it for the last 20 years yeah. of, of East Clare Music Society Johnny isn't involved at all and it's brilliant that without him, it can, can go ahead. And
1: right. that's it's,
2: a, it's a good sign of an organization absolutely. that there is a succession yeah. plan. Just yeah. to say, there's a fundraising bake sale taking place in Scariff <laughs> on Saturday, February third. That is that's yesterday. Over. That is <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> that is <laughs> So, um, so that's so. But listen, I'm sure they'll still take your money. I would have no <laughs> doubt. But <laughs> and be, and it, and yes. the movie shows
3: us on uh, uh, running all the the Adams Ed, family um, musical. Chichi chichi bang bang. Kinky Boots, Legally Blonde, the musical Mary Poppins, Hello Dolly, uh, Matilda. Matilda, Shriek, and Great,
0: Great and
2: All the popular musical ones. Great. Uh, it's all the musical
0: yeah. ones. Yeah, so between the
2: play in Toller,
0: which is Agatha Christie's, um, oh, what name is, escapes me, but it's a very famous play. Witness for the Prosecution, for the Prosecution which has, if you've not seen it before... There's a great twist at the end, mm. so definitely um, go, to go, go to see it, and then come to the movies, come to the movies, um, in the community college hall. So really, there's no, and of course the, the drama festival is coming.
2: Yes, uh, so there's lots. Of, there's a bit of spring in the air, isn't there? Oh, there, there is <laughs> for sure, and, <laughs> and is, yeah. loads of the. Okay, Jim, just uh, very quickly, I'm if, if we have time. Yes. Go
3: on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rogers ready to rumble. There's a, 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 a lovely article there on Mark Rogers and uh, on the sports page and of the champion, and um, he's looking forward to the, the, the holding season. So um, very good. So they're playing Cork this weekend. Playing Cork, yeah.
0: Lovely. Okay, that's it. I'm delighted with. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed the program, and uh, we've given you a flavour of what's in the papers this week. Our thanks to John S. Thank you very much. Welcome, Jim. And to Pat. Thanks, Jim. And to David. Thanks, Jim. And thanks, Luke, for being on sound. And Pat, what bit of music will you play us out on? We'll,
3: we'll go back to 1974 for the last one, Jim, and we'll have Waterloo from ever a, a, f- a
2: few seconds of Waterloo, I suspect.
3: <laughs> fifty years ago. Fifty years
2: this, ago, yes. This
0: year, wasn't it? Year, or yeah. near, very yeah. nearly yeah. fifty yeah. years ago. Mm. Okay, uh, Pat, thank you very much for that. Very good choice. Thanks to you for listening. We'll see you again at 2 o'clock next Sunday. So from us, for now, goodbye and God bless.